You are listening to the Peaceful Productivity Podcast with Kim Christensen, episode number one. Welcome, everyone. I'm Kim Christensen, and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast, where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. I'm super excited to be here with you today. And I'm going to start us off by asking you a question. When you think about your work, what comes up for you? Do you feel challenged, creative, enjoyment, fulfillment? Or when you think about your work, do you feel dread, stress, anxiety, or even boredom. If thoughts about your work are causing you to feel things like dread and stress, you're not alone. You know, I think it has a lot to do with the way that we define work. If you go to the definition of work, it's defined as effort, something that a person has to do, physical or mental activity to achieve a result. And so when I define work that way, I don't feel overly excited about it either. It's got this perception that work is effort and it's hard. And I would like to challenge that perspective. And the reason why is because the way that we think about our work influences how we show up to our work. And it also impacts our ability to experience and enjoy all aspects of our life. So today I'm going to offer some different perspectives that could potentially shift how you're thinking about your work and help you to create some more enjoyment in the process of getting your work done. So I'm going to start with some definitions. The least boring definition of productivity is just getting stuff done. And there are a lot of strategies that we can use to increase our productivity. The important thing to look at is before we start to increase our efficiency, we really want to look at how we're feeling about our productivity. Because we can be really, really productive, but at what cost? And what I'll offer is that if we're creating and producing a lot, and it's accompanied by a lot of stress, potential burnout, that then takes a toll on our mental, emotional, and physical health. The other thing about that is that if we are creating a lot of stress in the process of getting things done, we can't necessarily enjoy the rewards of that either. So when we're very productive, maybe we're creating more time for ourselves, more money, feelings of accomplishment, but we don't necessarily get the benefit of enjoying those things because we've stressed ourselves out, burned ourselves out in the process of creating it. So my goal with this podcast is to help you be more productive and to help you be more peaceful at the same time so that you can enjoy not just the rewards of the productivity process, but also enjoy the productivity process itself. Over the course of my career, 
I've met many people who were waiting until the weekend to enjoy their life, or even worse, waiting until retirement to enjoy their lives. And I, I think that's so sad because I think there is the opportunity, no matter what kind of work that you're doing, to create more enjoyment and more fulfillment in that process of working. So that's how I define peaceful productivity, is being both productive and enjoying the process at the same time. I used to be a productivity coach in corporate And I would work with teams from all across the organization, and we would work on improving systems and processes between the different departments, the different teams. And what I realized through that experience is that at the end of the day, it didn't really matter how amazing the process was on paper. It was really the engagement level of the people working in the process that ultimately determined how efficient the process was. So when someone didn't care, they'd rather be somewhere else, or if they were stressed out and they didn't show up to work fully present and focused, then the process became inefficient. So the biggest blockers to productivity weren't process inefficiencies. The biggest blocker to productivity was low engagement. And this doesn't just apply to teams working together in the corporate world. It also applies to our personal productivity. I know that when I feel apathetic, I don't care, or I'm stressed out, I accomplish a lot less than if I'm feeling engaged and focused on the task at hand. So the very first thing that I do with my clients who want to be more productive is we talk about how they are feeling, their engagement level, because at the end of the day, feelings fuel our actions. And that's where the most opportunity for increasing productivity is. Once someone is feeling peaceful and engaged in their work, their productivity, their innovation, their creativity, it goes through the roof. There's no limit to what they can create. So that's where we start because the benefits of peaceful productivity, ultimately how you feel in the creation and production process, it yields more energy, more well-being, more time and more enjoyable time more money, and more fulfillment. That's what peaceful productivity is all about. So today I'm going to offer four different perspectives. You can experiment with these perspectives and see if they shift the way you're thinking and feeling and your engagement level in your work. The first one is around expecting obstacles. You know, it's so interesting to me that my default thinking, my habitual thinking, leads me to expect that there shouldn't be any obstacles, especially if I've prepared myself. And for whatever reason, my human brain always gets surprised when there's obstacles. And initially, there is always resistance to the obstacles. And so what I like to do is I like to shift from being surprised by obstacles to actually expecting the obstacles and 
I will incorporate those obstacles and the feeling of resistance that comes up with those obstacles, I'll incorporate those into my planning process. I also like to shift how I'm thinking about those obstacles. So I remind myself that I get to choose my obstacles. Rather than avoiding them altogether, when I set goals for myself, it allows me to choose this set of obstacles. And as I work through those obstacles and create solutions to overcome them, then I find that I get the opportunity to choose different obstacles. However, when I am surprised by the obstacle and I use the resistance as an excuse to avoid it, what I notice is that those obstacles will pop up in other areas of my life. Finally, around the subject of obstacles, I also like to think about obstacles as opportunities rather than problems. And you can try this for yourself. If you think of something as a problem, the initial feeling that comes up for myself is that I feel resistance. Uh, I feel dread. I feel frustration. And so when I switch that perspective and I think about the obstacle as an opportunity rather than as a problem, it tends to cut through the resistance. When I think about things that are opportunities for me, I feel anticipation, I feel excitement, I feel a lot of motivation. So it's a ninja mind trick for shifting from resistance into acceptance and motivation just by looking at something as an opportunity rather than a problem. The next strategy is around becoming more proactive. It's interesting to me, the people who say that they don't have time to make a plan, those are the people that require a plan the most. Because when we don't make a plan, we find ourselves slipping into this reactive state where everything is important and urgent. We start to really believe that we don't have control over our workload, over our schedule, over what's coming at us. And the more we feel like that, the more evidence that we find to actually support that belief. So I call it the reactivity trap. And the way to break the reactivity trap is just to set aside some time to make a plan and become more proactive. Because the moment you start to think ahead and create a bit of a working plan for even just a day into the future, you get a feeling of control, feeling that you have choices around what you want to do, when you want to do it, and how you want to do it. So ultimately, becoming more proactive around your schedule is going to lead to those feelings of empowerment. The next strategy is around finding value in your work activities. I think this is one of my favorite strategies for creating more engagement. It doesn't matter what kind of work that you do, you can find the value in what it is that you're doing. Whether you're helping people, whether you're making things better, whether you're solving problems, ultimately there is value in what you are doing. 
If you're an employee, an entrepreneur, a full-time caregiver, it doesn't matter what the activity is, but there is value and there is meaning in what it is. And if you remind yourself of that value, that meaning in your activities, that can lead to a sense of well-being and fulfillment. I'm often reminded of the story of the janitor who was working at NASA and when asked what his job was, the janitor would reply, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. And so it doesn't matter what kind of work that you're doing, that there is a sense of purpose, meaning, and value that you are contributing through that work. It's just a matter of recognizing and remembering it. The last strategy that I'd like to offer is to think about your time as an investment. Planning is one of those investments. I'll offer two other ways that you can invest your time and experience a return on that investment, an ROI, so to speak, which is investing in systems and process improvement. It's the first one. And then investing in self-care, in re-energizing yourself. So the first one, investment spent on systems and process improvement can create efficiencies, uh, which will then yield more time downstream. Time spent on self-care creates more energy for yourself downstream. So those are the four strategies that I have for you today. The first was around expecting obstacles and turning them into opportunities becoming more proactive through planning. The third one was finding the value in your work activities. And the last one was investing your time in process improvement and self-care. As you start to incorporate these practices into your work, not only will you get to enjoy more productivity, but you will also get the opportunity to enjoy more peaceful productivity more engagement, and more energy around the process of creating and producing. I'd like to thank you for listening to this very first Peaceful Productivity podcast. And if these ideas resonated with you, I'd like to invite you to check out my free course on my website, financialwellnesscoach.ca. You'll see that I offer a free course that has some of these mindset strategies and more within the course. So I'm wishing you much peaceful productivity and I hope you have a great day. Goodbye, everyone. <music>